0: Hey everyone, welcome to Workforce Gaming. I am Brad, here with Doug. Hi. Today was the Xbox Media Briefing E3 presentation. These all have weird, dumb names. Yeah, it's the E3 conference. That's what everybody calls them. (laughs) It's the E3 thing, but they had to give it some weird name. But anyway, Mm -hmm. uh, this just wrapped up here in the last hour or so. So uh, what we're going to do is we're just going to kind of talk about some of our favorite things that happened. We're not necessarily going to go line by line through this thing just because there's some things that we're really not interested in, but <laughs> we'll just yeah, kinda it'd hit kind of be kind of weird. Like you
1: don't want to hear our pains on sea of thieves and you don't want to hear say, we don't care about a thing, but just not going to talk about it.
0: Yeah. So we'll just hit the, we'll hit the highlights here. And some of the things that we're really excited about. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm going to start with what I'm most excited about, which is halo infinite. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> halo infinite. Oh my God. I don't know
1: what that is. Uh, Rumor has it's a battle Royale game. I'm just, I'm just fucking with you, man. I'm just good. Okay.
0: I was going <laughs> <laughs> i was about to yep okay like i said i just i happen to miss this live so doug has had a little bit more time to to ingest some of this news than i have yeah. so that wouldn't have shocked me but anyway um what appears to be just the next setup in the halo game and just the quick tease we got of it like i feel like it's very much not something we've seen in halo before just with these gorgeous mm-hmm. environments which we've seen before and just, it seemed like there was more of this focus on the world than just I don't know I don't even want to read too much into it I just like knowing that it exists and it looks like that of all things because I think even that's what you said is just it didn't look like Halo which I think kind of grabbed you from the start is that because that could have really been anything until you get the cool music cue and the uh, Master Chief's helmet there it really could have been any game
1: yeah I think I think the thing with like a lot of Halo trailers in general like they um, they want to tell you it's a Halo trailer like almost immediately. Yep. Um. They want to bring Master Chief out as quick as possible, and I like that this one really held it to the end. So me as a person who's not totally interested in Halo, it is cool that it kind of like drew me in. I was like, oh, I like these creature designs. Oh, I love these these vistas. Oh, I love this. Oh, this is Halo. Wow. I'm okay. Cool.
0: Yeah, um, it, re- it reminded yeah. me of, I think it was last year's E3 at Sony when they started with Lost Legacy for Uncharted. And the whole time yeah. they had, um I think it was Chloe, and the, like, she had like a hood on. And you couldn't quite tell what it was. You weren't sure was it the oh, last one, yeah, yeah, what yeah. was this. And it was, again, it was just that cold open like that. And it had that same feeling of like, what is this? Like, what could it be yeah. that they're working on that looks like this? And then you realize like, oh my gosh, it's Halo. And mm-hmm. yeah, I don't really think there's a lot to read into that, but just it looks incredible. It exists. I mean, we knew there was another one coming. Um, it's one of those things where I played five, and I mean, I was Halo, like Xbox 360 Halo was, mm-hmm. I mean, if I were to list my favorite games ever, one through four are pretty much all up there. Yeah. Um, just, I play the hell out of those games. And five was just such a down moment for me mm-hmm. that... Just the feeling I got seeing that trailer brought me right back to forgetting like, oh, yeah, like, no, I'm sure I'm sure five was five. I'm probably just remembering it wrong, but it's more Halo.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, I I can understand the feeling because I I don't know that that trailer got me very excited. I think it's kind of cool, too, because I did actually did play quite a bit of Halo one, I think, in high school um with friends and stuff. And I like that it, it had that feel it. I think when the first time I played Halo, it had like this like open vistas like, oh, I can go anywhere in a first person shooter. It has like these nice green flowing yeah. hills. And I don't know if that carried over to the rest of the series, but like to me it gave me Halo One vibes. Um, yeah, it, it, Um it, really cool.
0: it, it did very much feel like that because I think some of the issues with five and even Even towards the end of uh the the earlier ones is it gets so deep into this lore and there's so much Mm -hmm. when you go to the books and you go to all this other stuff there's just so much lore and i feel like the trailers tried to convince you of a lot of that yeah and this trailer is just like no you know what we're going back to like you said that looked very similar to some of the open areas when you just jump in the warthog and uh the first halo and just drive around the planet yeah and that's that's what they showed is they just showed this planet. And then the only real thing that looked maybe like it could have been something out of a gameplay clip was it looked like a mongoose that they were on just driving through this, going up to a spire. So it looked very, very reminiscent of halo, which I think I even yeah. asked you because again, um, I was kind of typing back and forth with you while I was watching this. Cause you'd already seen it. Like, is this a remake? Is this a remaster? Like what, what is this? Cause it's yeah, just yeah. infinite. It's not six, which I do feel like once you get up to those higher numbers, eventually you got to drop the number or people aren't just going to be interested in anymore.
1: Yeah, it, it kind of seems. It feels like a clean slate, which is nice. Yeah. but it doesn't feel like a reboot or a remake. It just feels like they're they're cleaning the slate a bit.
0: Yeah, well, the, the nice soft reboot. We still got yeah. the basics. We still got those continuing storylines, but it's a yeah. good jumping in point if you're not there yet. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I guess one that you're probably a little bit more excited about than I am is the final reveal of Shadows Die twice. Uh, you are a huge From Software person. Yes, and just I. I'm not a big Some from software fan. In fact, I don't like any of their recent games. I'm not a Souls person, um, <laughs> but this just the trailer in itself got me kind of pumped. Just with kind of this ninja feel and this Onimusha look, and mm-hmm. the reason that it wasn't at Sony, the Ghost of Tsushima look. Um, yeah. So, yeah. what what were your thoughts? Was this what you wanted? I mean, this is kind of your big moment. I feel like at E3. Um,
1: I think. I think it definitely doesn't hit, definitely doesn't hit as hard as previous From Software games. I think I think like I think I think even if you're not interested in Bloodborne, um, that that trailer, that initial trailer of Bloodborne, which just like was incredible. Like it's, it's definitely one of those things that like draws you in. It's like oh, what is this? What is this? And then it's like oh wow, what's this cool setting and stuff. And this is just like like you were saying, you described it as three or four different things that we've seen previously. Yeah. To me. And it kind of looks like Neo. I think I think maybe this is not made. This is probably made around the same time, so they weren't aware of each other, kind of thing. Um, it it looks very much like a Tenchu Souls game, which is kind of mm-hmm. cool. Um, but it didn't really show a lot of sneaking, and it showed just a lot of kind of to me, I think, basic Souls combat. It looked a little bit faster, but I think this the whole series has been speeding up in general um, recently. Um, but I, it didn't really hit me as hard. It kind of looked like, oh, this is kind of what I thought Japanese Souls would look like. Um,
0: like if you took it and put it in that environment, was what you're saying. That's, yeah, exactly the Japanese setting.
1: Yeah, and, that, and, that, and to me that was almost like kind of disappointing because it was like it was sort of what I was expecting. I was like, oh okay, this, this makes sense that if you're gonna do a Souls game you're, and you're put in the setting. And the thing is like Neo already kind of did that. So it already kind of looks like Neo, but it kind of looks a little bit more like Souls and it kind of looks a little old compared to some of the other games they're showing. Um, so, I mean, I'm excited for it. Like, it's like one of those things that I, I'm definitely excited to get And but to me, if it was like Bloodborne two, I would pre-order it like immediately. Like, <laughs> oh, I, want, I want more of that Bloodborne universe. And this one, I saw it, I was expecting to go, Oh, I want to pre-order that immediately, but it doesn't immediately have that like grasp that, I, that Bloodborne had on me. Like that Gothic horror is a weird, cool setting. This just looks like Japanese souls. Like that's what it looks so,
0: like. So, so I guess you're saying that it doesn't necessarily have that unique art direction that you see in some of these other. Um from software games, I feel like Bloodborne had really unique creatures, really unique enemies. Yeah. Souls gets into that. This this does very much feel like I at one point thought like, did they steal did they get Onimusha somehow? Like it almost has that look yeah. to it where it's just kind of okay, yep, it's Japanese with some monsters in it
1: yeah it kind of feels like with like the with like souls in general like they they have that they always put their like neat little twist on like medieval settings and let's put our twist on it and that's souls okay here's this cool like gothic horror setting but let's put our own twist on it and now those the cthulhu mist that's our twist on it the mm-hmm. thing is like japanese fighting monsters in japan has been done before neo did it recently onimusha's done it before tenchu's done it. It's, it's like a setting that's been kind of shred before and that's always the thing that draws me the most into these games of the setting uh the grapple Hulk looks cool and that's all i got to say about that
0: (laughs) nice yeah and again i I think as somebody who's not interested in from software just that quick glance at the combat kind of made me go oh still not for me even though it's a little faster just still not for me Um, yeah yeah um so one of the other games they showed kind of early on in this was ori will of the wisps which i don't know did you ever play the first ori game
1: uh, I didn't um it always looked kind of cool but I didn't have a PC at the time and I didn't have an Xbox so. that's
0: that's such a game that you would love you really you you could probably find that cheap you should go find that you would yeah. like that a lot but um the new one looks like more of the same um in a really really good way I think a lot of times that gets construed negatively but this looks like more Ori which the first one is fantastic it looks incredible yeah um just. They do so much cool, th- so many cool things with the environment, and there's just so much that's kind of shifting around. And just it, it's such a beautiful game, just like the way the colors work. And I feel like you when I talk about Ori, just because those <laughs> are the things that really interest me about this game. Yeah, I'm not a big Metroidvania type style game person, but these ones just there's something special about the first one, and this just looks mm. like it's continuing that.
1: Yeah, I, I think the thing that I find like immediately striking about it is um I always think there's sort of like a clash of like 2D games, three D games, and two point five D's. This for whatever I don't know how this game hit what it hit, but it has this very nice two point five D where some of the background elements are two D, some of them are three D, and it just looks incredible. Um I think it looks I think though, I think what's the gameplay? How'd you feel about the gameplay? Because once it started, it just kinda looked like Ori two. Are you okay yeah, with that? And I
0: think again, again, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's what I mean by more of the same where it's just yeah. yeah. Yep. This is what I want. I want more of the same. This isn't a, it's not it's not one of those big games where I really need to see this huge evolution every time just mm-hmm. you did it once it was awesome. Let's do it again but maybe and add a little bit here make it a little bit bigger add some scale to it those kind of things and i think that's perfectly fine and i think that's what um a lot of smaller games like this get away with because it's it's a short game and i think just having that three to four hour experience having another three to four hour experience a couple of years later i think keeps things fresh in and of itself
1: oh gotcha because it has never worn out it's welcome with a 10 12 hour game so if you get exactly. a bunch of four hour oh that, that's a good, just a good point point. No, i never thought about it like that
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um so what I'm assuming is going to be another kind of short small game is The Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit. Uh I love Life is Strange um a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, this one this one cuz um like I like Reddit said it earlier like I I had actually watched the conference live and I was sort of texting Brad things as they came up and I kept this one quiet cuz I know how much you like the Life is Strange one so I was actually kind of excited. So, yeah, you you love that series. So how are you feel about this?
0: I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I <I'm, laughs> I I like the it's one of those things where it's like I feel like life is strange before the storm was my intermediate like okay pump pump the brakes wait for life is strange 2 it's coming Gotcha yeah And now it's like okay you you paused for a second Yeah pause for one more second we'll get there <laughs> Um it's it's interesting I like the look of it I like the sound of it uh I'm just I'm I'm curious about the age range just because you played a younger Chloe and or not younger Chloe, sorry, a younger, uh, or no, yeah, younger Chloe, sorry. You played a younger Chloe in before the storm, yeah. And now, okay, we're going even a little bit younger. And I don't know, I don't know. I just feel like a lot of the themes and stuff that in this, it is the other games are fairly dark. They're serious and just, I don't know. Going to that age range just seems a little bit different. Just with some of the more tragic things that happen in these games. It I don't just know
1: Dad was an alcoholic and his mom's dead. I think.
0: Well, th- <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like, I don't know if, like emotionally for myself i don't know if i want to experience that from the perspective of like a seven-year-old versus like a 15 year old i feel like that in itself changes a little bit of the feeling of the game that makes that that that. makes me a bit nervous just because i don't don't know it just feels kind of like oh god okay like you already take these to a dark place this feels like this might be (laughs) you're taking okay you're taking it to a dark place and you're putting me from like an even more innocent perspective on these types of things
1: gotcha Yeah, yeah yeah
0: I like that they're adding back in the Supernatural stuff a little bit more. I like that, um, again, it just has that feeling immediately of like, okay, yep, this is a very similar situation. Mm -hmm. It's very, very in the mood of the original Life is Strange. It's just that subtle little thing of being like, okay, now you're like a seven-year-old, and I it's one of those things where the trailer tries to sell it so hard on that like happy-go-lucky like look at me i'm just playing in the background blowing up a snowman yeah Uh, yeah. i'm just waiting for that like emotional bombshell to drop of like oh god (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah. and that just makes me nervous with this one that's that's my one thing with that
1: (laughs) i can i can sort of understand that there's like a few other games and even movies and stuff in general right there's like you're watching like a hardcore RA movie and then like a kid's in it, it's like don't
0: kill the kid. and like and, don't don't and that's what it is, where it's just like don't the kid's mom's already dead, his dad's clearly kind of an asshole. What else are you gonna do to this poor kid? Like that's <laughs> that's, that's, funny, that's the yeah. feeling I get with this, where it's just like I don't know if I wanna see what you're gonna do to this poor kid. He looks like he's having a good time.
1: <laughs> that's really funny. I that was not the reaction I was expecting at all. That's funny.
0: <laughs> It's yeah. coming out. It's coming out
1: the end of June, though. I mean, yeah, it's coming out so quick. Soon. It's a
0: couple weeks, so um, I will for sure be buying it day one just to check it out because yeah. I love life is strange and anything more with that. I'm I am curious just to see like I feel like there's got to be some weird co- connection back to Max and Chloe with this. Like you're not just going to put this complete offshoot. There's got to be something where like this kid's somehow connected, like somewhere or another. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean it does. That's kind of thing that's kind of weird. I don't know. I haven't played Life is Strange. So, like the Life is Strange universe, is it possible that there can be other stories in the Life is Strange universe, or is it just happened that one character in this universe? It's like possible. Hap- whatever happened to her happens to other people as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think that's the thing with this where. It does kind of almost open that door for Life is Strange too of going, okay, there is more supernatural stuff going on than just what happened to Max in the first one. Okay, yeah, and yeah, yeah. and I think that's where they kind of take this, and I think that's the direction they're trying to maybe point for Life is Strange too, like, okay, not only does Max have the supernatural stuff going on, but this whole world has mm-hmm. a bit more to it than we originally let on.
1: Gotcha, and you're just and you're just like it's just another stock stopgap yeah, before Life is Strange too. <laughs>
0: yeah that's honestly like my one thing with it where it's just like just i want i want the second one i want that full big second second thing gotcha um so to kind of slow things down and skip around a little bit more here getting away from games they kind of announced something in the middle that i was actually pretty excited about which was they acquired a whole bunch of studios yeah five to be exact um most of them make sense and i think several of them we both kind of thought oh i thought you already owned them <laughs> yeah <laughs> if you're a small of, like,
1: studio making xbox exclusive games i just assumed you're owned by microsoft <laughs> yeah
0: which but I, I think that's kind of the thing like, like housemark i think a lot of people assume is owned by sony and they're not like i yeah, think it's like true. that yeah. kind of relationship with a lot of these so kind of biting the bullet on a couple of those but the, the only really shocking one was ninja theory yeah which yeah. i love ninja theory games
1: they're a lot good. <laughs> 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 like
0: enslaved hellblade they're DMC they're just so good yeah um and I, and I know they fit that weird like second second tier game that mid-tier game so well I'm really curious to see what they do with like being a full first party studio now that they've been purchased Does Microsoft pump more money into it and try and make them into um, a big AAA studio which I almost feel like they tried to do with heavenly sword
1: they did. I mean that's what happened like their story is like they were that studio and then they basically lost all of that and then like rebooted themselves as like this scrappy indie studio. And now they're bought by Microsoft and it's like, now they're back again.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So it's like, do you, but, and again, I think their strongest stuff came out of being that scrappy indie studio. So exactly. Yeah. So you pump them full of money. And do we get another game where like heavenly sword, where heavenly sword's fine. It's not a great game, but it's fine. Yeah. Um, you seem like you have a bit of a different opinion on that, but
1: oh no no no! It's just like I think I think most of their games are fine. There's I I I like DMC is my favorite one by them, but I, that's the only one I've played to be totally honest.
0: You haven't played uh, Hellblade?
1: Uh, no, I haven't played that or Heavenly Sword. I didn't like. I did play Heavenly Sword for like five minutes, and I was like, not for me.
0: <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Well, I'm disappointed. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, I I like it. I'm curious to see what they do. Uh, It's just kind of a weird. A weird move and i think it's a good move by microsoft to really try and catch up to sony yeah. in terms of exclusives and what they've got going for them moving back on to the big games and this is one that like i have no clue where the hell this came from in the middle of this press conference is devil may cry 5 oh baby oh yeah baby so you uh, go for it
1: <laughs> uh i like i this is a weird one this devil may cry 5 ended up being much weirder than i thought it would be I thought devil may cry five in my head was a game that was going to just be essentially be a single devil may cry four and completely not acknowledge that DMC ever even
0: happened. Yeah. Goes (laughs) Um, right back to all the Japanese like original stuff.
1: Yeah. And then be heavily like anime inspired and that, and all that sort of thing. Um, But it actually looks like they took a lot of um, inspiration from DMC, which I personally like, like, I always feel like every time I say it, like DMC, it's like, by the way, I play all the other games. I like those too. <laughs> um, but no, I really like DMC. And I think I think the thing that DMC did really well was it had this sort of um, punk rock um, attitude to it um, that DMC 3 and that 3 had that 4 didn't really have. So like, it seems like they're trying to go back to that, uh, that sort of like punky attitude of a bunch of these characters just doing cool shit um, all the time. Uh, the style looks really weird. It looks kind of looks like Resident Evil. It's, ba- it's on the Resident Evil 7 engine. Yeah. I um, think it's kind of cool because I think it was, kind of cool I think, it was I think to me is kind of neat that it kind of looked like Resident Evil because the series had started as a Resident Evil game before it got turned into Devil May Cry as we know it. Um, so it kind of gave me that DMC uh, Devil May Cry 1 vibes um, because of that sort of like Resident Evil heritage in, in it. Um, I like that Nero is still the main is actually still the main character. He was actually my favorite character in four um and i'm glad they brought him back um as the main character here and it it was kind of interesting because they didn't really do a lot of like intrigue to the story necessarily it seemed more um just showing the game And, and i thought this i thought the whole point of dmc5 was like we're gonna talk about the story and they don't really which i thought was kind of interesting
0: i think i think that story part is that hardcore fan base that's what that's, that's probably what true. that's what we want. But I think at the same point in time, just doing enough to go, and especially the way the game looks, because like you said, it does look very much like DMC. Yeah. I think a lot of what they wanted to show with this is we we kind of blended the two. We don't want the reaction we had when DMC came out, which was just complete uproar at what's happening. Yeah, yeah. I think if you introduce this with a story character focusing on Nero, or, yeah. sorry, a story trailer focusing on Nero, I think you get a lot of that same reaction of where the hell's Dante? Yeah. Why isn't Dante in this? And I think you kind of get that weird picture in people's head immediately of going like, this isn't, this isn't what I wanted. Like I wanted yeah. more Dante. And I think the way they do it, where it's like going, okay, it's devil may cry five. They start with the van, that little five in the corner. That's so cool. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they start there. Right. Yeah. And you get the cool gameplay and you're kind of getting this DMC vibe, but you're kind of also seeing the clear inspiration from the original four. And then just teasing Dante at the end, going like, okay, yep, this is Nero's story, but Dante's still here. It kind of felt like that safe play of like, this game, we want to speak to everybody who likes Devil May Cry. Yeah, You liked DMC, we still have some of that attitude, we still have some of that, look, you like the Japanese stuff, it's still here. Yes, we're trying something new with putting Nero as the face here, but don't worry, Dante's still here. He's still in the little title card thing, he's coming in on the motorcycle at the end, he's still going to be a part of this. But we want this to kind of go back to even some of the other Devil May Cry games where you had those multiple playable characters, possibly with Dante coming in. I would assume at some point you get to play as Dante or that's. Oh, on. yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean,
1: yeah. <laughs> well, there's like th- there's three people on the they, they show the cover. There's three yep. people, Dante, Nero and a guy who may or may not be Virgil. They haven't. It's not quite clear if that's Virgil or not. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's actually kind of interesting. This kind of feels like I, I think the thing that's most surprising about it is that it feels kind of like a soft reboot, which is not what I was expecting.
0: Um, especially after I, a full reboot. You went yeah. from like four, <laughs> full reboot, soft reboot of original four. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean it's it's kind of it is kind of weird. It kind of feels like, oh, this this seems like almost like the intention of DMC was to like re kind of do like a reboot of the series for a more Western audience. Um I don't think that's I don't think it's entirely the case. I mean it definitely still has like Japanese influence, but it does feel like that, it kind of feels like that nice mesh of like horror japanese stuff american side i don't it's really cool I, I think i think it looks great i think definitely the first time i saw the trailer i was like what is this just like what am i even watching but then on subsequent viewing it's like okay no i, I get it i feel it, I get it i'm getting it <laughs> and i'm actually i'm actually really excited for it i think i think you're gonna see a lot of people who have the immediate like Ugh! gut reaction to it like there's gonna be a lot of knee-jerk reactions to it um but i think it looks pretty cool
0: yeah i, I mean it yeah. has a lot to prove just i feel like this I feel like this series in general always has something to prove. Um, Yeah. yeah. Especially really since four with DMC and now with this one, just like, okay, we we know what we're doing. We're, we can handle this guys. Trust us. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Um, the next game they showed, this was another, uh, game that I am not familiar with at all, but you kind of seemed like you had a little bit more of strong feelings towards, and that was something called jump force.
1: Oh, (laughs) jump force. Just look, I think jump force was, um, now that I think about it more. I think this they expected this to be their Dragon Ball Z moment.
0: Oh, uh, like uh, with fighters last year.
1: Yeah, yeah, like their Fighter Z moment. And to me, the concept of this tr- of this game is so funny. It's like ask a fourteen year old anime kid what they would want to see in an anime <laughs> game, and this is it. And they're like, okay, okay. Imagine if like Naruto and Goku and. The guy from one piece whose name I can't remember—he would remember though. Um, <laughs> invaded, <laughs> invaded our world. Like, wouldn't that be crazy? And it just looks like, it just looks like a trash. it just looks like a trashy game. I don't know. It's really weird. Like having anime characters like like destroy a real city is like really really strange to me. Um, I don't know. It just looks very silly. It's actually the the, the Jump All Star series. It's actually like an ongoing series of having all these characters from Shonen Jump magazine fighting. Um, there's like three or four series of of those kind of like mashup games some are like smash some are like the naruto games some are some are like the ninja storm games some are like like well whatever the hell this is um <laughs> it just like it looks like it just looked like the it looked like it's literally what if anime invaded america and that's just such a stupid idea to me that i think it's just layers <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm gonna be perfectly honest i didn't know who anybody was other than goku and frieza and i didn't know what the hell i was watching and went okay that's done
1: <laughs> yeah and, it's, and at the end they tease like and like and death note's coming it's like oh my god <laughs>
0: it's so <laughs> stupid
1: but i think i think that's why i liked it because it's just so offensively stupid
0: that... it's it's microsoft's like we need something weird we need to get that weird audio we need some weird stuff in here just to kind of say like look at all the crazy stuff we're doing we're not just this thing you think we are we're all well, over the place
1: i mean it's kind of like the Tails announcement it's like not for me at all but it's like kind of funny it's like it we gotta, was very just much get... for me yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to talk about that a little bit, it's just like it's trying to get all those like different facets, sort of thing.
0: Yeah, uh, Yeah. We we yeah. want to hit all our audiences. We've got our Devil May Cry, we've got our Division, we've got our Battle we we got our Gears, we got our Halo, we got our Near, we got our Fallout. We got our, we got a little bit of everything for everybody in this, which I think is a nice way yeah. to go. Um, I don't think I think it doesn't quite give off some of the amazingly strong vibes that you sometimes get from Sony, where it just feels like every game is a just heavy hitter. Yeah. But it definitely gives you that nice like, you know what? Every single person can watch this and go, you know what? I may not have liked everything, but man, Dying Light 2. Yeah.
1: yeah. You know, what's kind of funny is what I was thinking about when Microsoft like first started, I think Microsoft in general, they try to like, make every game for everyone. But yeah. instead, they're making a bunch of games for like niche audiences, mm-hmm. which I think is a much smarter way of doing it. So yes, we have games for everyone. We're not making one game to reach everybody. We're just making a bunch of different games to hit all these different niche audiences, Exactly. very cool.
0: Which brings us to Gears, which is trying to hit games for a whole bunch of <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Completely ignoring what I just said. Comple- <laughs> the exception to exact what I just said. This, yeah.
0: <laughs> I would say I about punched my computer. I was watching on or I had my computer oh, sitting so up my funny. laptop sitting in front of me while I had it on the TV. I about like just threw my computer through the air when they showed that Gears logo and those stupid Funko Pop guys popped out. I was so pissed. That so was funny. That was so fun. I
1: they they know that's the reaction. They have they know that's the reaction. They they do.
0: And I think that's one of those things for every person who records this live just to see their faces when that happens, just to see that moment of disappointment before they do eventually get into the meaty Gears 5 announcement. Just, yeah. oh, I was so pissed. But anyway, I don't even want to talk about that because we're gonna move on. Um, I think it,
1: I think it was very clever. I think it was very I think it was funny because I like I like when they do like kind on of the trolley stuff. I think it's funny.
0: I do too, but don't Gears you can't mess with. Don't mess with my Gears. <laughs> don't mess with my Gears. <laughs> don't mess with my Gears and don't mess with my Halo. They're the only thing you have for me, Xbox. <laughs> yeah. yeah no. Anyway, um, just really quick, Gears Tactics, I think, is a really cool idea, a really awesome way to kind of take the Gears universe and do something different with it. You've got Halo Wars, which I've never really bothered with Halo Wars. I can't, I can't do RTSs on a console, so yeah. I've just completely avoided that. But Gears Tactics, I think, just taking that XCOM style, taking that... Um, tactical style and just with some of the ways that you do gears already and some of the way you approach um, skirmishes just with cover and just with the way you do squad work and stuff like that. I think it's a really easy transition into something like that. It does look an ungodly amount like XCOM. (laughs) It (laughs) is. uh, Yeah. (laughs) it, It looks like it's running on the same engine with the same everything, but um that's something i'm excited for that was i think he said pre-alpha footage even so i mean obviously it's got a long way to go but yeah um just kind of a cool thing to cool thing to throw out there cool the way to expand gears because gears is unlike halo i feel like gears has been pretty stuck just in that third person shooter genre and hasn't really gone anywhere else yeah um gears five amazing
1: uh what's that okay no i'm so you're so you're very happy with that reveal
0: i was very happy with that reveal good um Hmm. i i think and I, I'm trying to go back to four. And four to me, I really, really liked when I played it, but it's just it's very forgettable. I cannot remember a lot of points from Gears Four. Yeah. Um and I was just even trying with the characters to go, like, okay, I recognize one or two of these people, and I was trying to pick out who were the who are the new characters, who are not new characters, and it's just that whole game just had just kind of this forgettable feeling, like just forgettableness to it. Yeah. That I remembered Kate, who's the main character now in five. And obviously, like, J.D. Martinez and Marcus Phoenix. Or J.D. Martinez. J.D. JD Martinez is a baseball player. (laughs) (laughs) I I knew that. I knew that. I remember the two Phoenix guys, obviously. Um, But... I think this one, just the way they're approaching the story with kind of going off doing your own thing, going on the side, essentially it feels like the side mission to the overall Gears story of just like we're trying to kill everything, where you do have Mm -hmm. more of a personal touch to it. You have somebody who's really trying to invest, invest, investigate into a little bit more of what's going on, more so than prior Gears games, which are really focused on just let's blow shit Mm -hmm. up. Um, where this feels like okay no i want to go figure out what's going on how to figure this out what these things mean why this is happening and i think that's a cool direction to take a series that has traditionally just been bang 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 explosion yeah um so i'm really curious to see that i do think like it is one of those things where like seeing marcus phoenix again like (laughs) i think a lot of us and myself included were expecting his death in four still seeing him around is kind of going like okay like I like that you're just popping up. I really don't want him to be a main part of this, though, especially with how this series or this story feels like it's focusing so much on somebody else. Yeah. I like that we're taking the focus off him to either put him into that kind of just like, okay, this is General Marcus Phoenix, who just kind of sits at the base and every now and then gives you an order. Yeah. yeah. Or just get rid of him, like kill him off in some cool, dramatic moment. Um, just to really let somebody else new take this to the spotlight because I think that was part of the problem with 4 was that you're constantly around Marcus and you're just constantly never able to engage with these new characters because you're always getting cameos and things like that from the original trilogy so I'm curious to see where they go with this I love the way they revealed this is not necessarily just let's put in as big of moments as they can like they have in prior Gears games let's put in the big boss fight you don't really see any of that it's just a lot of the normal gameplay with a lot of the story development stuff going on. Cause there were some cool things that happened in four that I don't necessarily want to get into for obviously spoiler reasons, but yeah. um, it was very, very interesting to see where they were taking this.
1: So, okay, yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I thought it actually looked really cool. I'm glad I know. Cause I felt like when that, when that trailer, when that, when the trailer first started, had that whole like story section. I was like, I'm out. Cause I don't know what the hell's going I have no idea what's going on. But then I was like, Brad's gonna explain this to me later. This is
0: important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and, and yeah. again, I think Gears Gears Four like they had a couple story things that you can pick up on right there that you pick up right and immediately on the trailer. But um, I almost feel like you could do like a quick thirty second recap of Gears Four and pick up right where that looked like it was going, just with the way the story is it seems to be being handled based on that first trailer. Mm-hmm. But oh, okay, mm-hmm. um, that brings us to the big years in the making event that oh, ended man. and closed off the conference with the cool like interruption like all the graphics going glitchy and everything
1: i love that stupid shit oh it's, my it's god it's so bad that.
0: but it's so good <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's so corny and just but it, uh it's, it's just a good way to build like hype that's what it yep, is Yep,
0: because you get there the whole time just like what is it like in that whole like all the lines you're just sitting there reading every line for like what is that what is that do i know that is there any little reference i can pick out in this to figure out what this is and then it just like it cuts in and just oh my gosh everything about cyberpunk 2077 i it's, love i yeah i love it i
1: don't <laughs> I, yeah I, I uh you know what it is it's, it's just like every because everybody said the witcher 3 was really good and i just i, I personally didn't like because of the setting um the setting was i just don't like that setting i don't, I don't like medieval stuff yeah i'm um, the same
0: way i didn't even bother with that game because i played the witcher 2 and it looked like okay just fantasy settings in my mind have been done to death and it's just yeah. it doesn't interest me at this point point. and seeing this new one just is exactly what i want it's it's fresh yeah. it's cool it's not something that's been done to death it looks amazing
1: yeah i don't i don't i don't know it just looked. i yeah i don't know what to say I, i'm trying to think of what to even talk about with it because there's just so 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 much stuff going on um i think the thing that is kind of surprising though is because like when i thought of like the witcher three i think there's like very wide open space and this is like really really dense it's like cities it's a very dense city um so i'm really curious like how they're gonna how they're gonna do that density um are they gonna have like hundreds of people walking around in this like you know cyberpunk future and that sort of thing like that to me is very exciting i hope they don't have like i it'd be really cool if the setting is just a single city it's not like it's a big open world quote unquote but it's just a single city not like going off and way all over the place and just i don't know man there's just
0: well, and even like yeah. getting away from some of the open worlds, have a lot of the environments that they showed and the areas that they showed were tight. There was lots of interiors of buildings. There were trains. Yeah. There were lots of things where it's like this doesn't necessarily have that same feeling as the Just Cause 4 demo did where it's like clearly everything's out in the open. Everything's this big open area. Yeah, yeah. It did feel like you have this really dense city, but you also have a whole lot of much more intimate spaces to do different things in, whether it's on the train, whether it's in these boardrooms, whether it's in the weird rooms where they're plugging stuff into people. And, yeah all kinds of crazy cool shit. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I think that's one of those games that just at this point, just like we know how good this is going to be. Yeah. And it's just them teasing us until it comes out. That's really what I feel like with this. I don't think there's anybody who would see that trailer and go. Eh. <laughs> like, and maybe yeah. that's just me putting a whole lot of my bias on there for weird future stuff, but just, I, it's one of those things I feel like I would need to watch like a hundred more times to really see every detail that's in there.
1: I, I think it. Fe- I think it feels kind of like the Kojima Death Stranding trailers. Like he can get away with this. It's like something that like other series like couldn't get away with. But if you've made some of the best games ever, you can like. You could yeah. not you could not put a date on this. You can just show like a trailer with no gameplay. That's it's essentially like an in-engine trailer with no gameplay, no date, no nothing. But like because, 5
0: years after you initially announced it. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. But it's like they can get away with it because I think it, because they've earned that with The Witcher 3. Um and I I don't know. It just it looks it looks freaking awesome. I it's kind of funny they were really quiet about it being on Xbox like one? There was no mention of it being on Xbox One or anything like that, so I think it could be an next gen game. Which, that could be our first look like at a next gen game.
0: Is also curious coming. I think that came fairly shortly after they announced that they were working on a new Xbox, didn't it?
1: Oh, good point. No, you're you are. I think I right. think that was
0: in Phil Spen- Phil Spencer was doing his big long like six minute closing yeah. monologue there, and I think somewhere in that before I tuned out, he mentioned the uh, the new Xbox. So I do think that Who's- might have been the first game we saw after he mentioned that.
1: Yeah, if you want to throw more on the conspiracy theory, the the next Xbox is called Scarlet, which is red, and all that red text that popped up right before oh. the trailer too. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'll, I'll be glad to play that game in like five years from now.
0: <laughs> yep, that'll be that'll be a good time. It does have that Death Stranding feeling of like, yep, I'm, I want that. I know I'm not playing it soon. Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. <laughs>
0: um, but anyway, obviously there's a lot more that happened at the Microsoft conference. Uh. That's kind of some of the highlights that we picked out. Yep. Um, Kingdom Hearts three looks like a lot more Kingdom Hearts stuff. Frozen that's, is yeah. had to happen.
1: Yeah. The, the thing is, like the thing that's like I don't like Frozen at all. That looks sweet. <laughs> that looks still awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah. Still look cool. There's still some cool monster design stuff in there. Um, division two. I think the initial like not gameplay part of it was really interesting, and then the yeah. gameplay part just got to be more division. So. Um, yeah, yeah yeah i, I think, think that's... the
1: game the game i wish it did more with its setting because its setting is very cool yeah
0: it had some really cool settings and a lot of the political stuff it talked about in that initial trailer was interesting so i'll be curious to see how that plays out um and then the five years too late battletoads announcement was there um <laughs> yep <laughs> yep so that'll do it for this we'll have more uh e3 stuff over the course of the week and of course our normal stuff will be in and out as well uh, we are workforce gaming we will uh you can follow us at workforce gaming subscribe to us on youtube and we will see you later bye